Hey guys, it's Kyla, and I'm your host of That Christian Girl Podcast, a podcast that's devoted to inspiring and encouraging Christians of all walks of life to become their full godly potential. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode, and thank you so much for listening. What's up? It's Kyla with That Christian Girl Podcast, and it's been a little bit. It's been, what, two weeks since my last episode, so I'm so glad to be back in the quote-unquote recording studio, which is literally just my bed, Um, but back in front of the computer recording this for you guys, and yeah, I'm just excited to be able to do this again. I am I'm going to be completely honest. I think I was kind of going through this a little bit, like this little struggle during my friendship episode too. And it was the struggle of feeling not ready for this and like imposter syndrome, you know? So I've been kind of going through that lately. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. And what happened last week is I had started an episode. I got 15 minutes in. I was like, this is terrible. I hate this. I don't feel like I can speak about this this week. And I ended up not stopping the recording and just taking a break from it because I realized I did not feel good enough about the episode and I felt like I couldn't I hadn't put enough effort into the planning, and I was kind of just all over the place and feeling that little bit of imposter syndrome that I've been kind of having with a lot of stuff lately. So I've just been praying that God gives me courage and that he reminds me that what my podcast is doing is good things. Like, it's crazy to see how much he has been using me just this school year, but also just praying that I would have like be steady and just remember that it's literally just the devil trying to attack me and trying to take away this gift that God has given me and make me doubt my my words and my I don't know my podcast if that makes sense so that's just been something that I've been really going through I've also been a little bit exhausted, so I feel like that's really going into that, but these past two weeks have been so much better, and today's episode is going to be all about goal setting, so I'm going to give you a little statistics about October, and then talk about the three types of goals that we should be making for from now on until the rest of the year, because Trust me, it's not too late to start on bettering your lifestyle. So yeah, I'm so excited to get into it with you guys. And let me just pray before we begin. So dear Lord, thank you for this day and thank you for this podcast episode. I pray for the listener on the other side of the screen that you just bless the rest of their day and that you work through my words and that you just show me what to say um, that would be honoring to your, you, Lord. I just pray that whatever I say in this podcast, that it is honoring to you and that you just continue to fill my heart with confidence for this podcast and just that you help 
take away those bad feelings about imposter syndrome and all of those things that you just remind me that what you're doing in me and what you're doing through me is good and yeah just that I pray that you bless this podcast and bless the listener on the other side of the screen that you help them through whatever you're whatever they're going through and that my podcast could help be a light onto them and be a light onto you. Um, in your name I pray, amen. Okay, so I'm so excited to start today's episode. I might have to pray a little bit more in the beginning of the episodes because I feel like I haven't been doing that as much and I know other creators who pray like literally in their podcast episode. So I wanted to do that. Also, you guys, I might start doing this thing where it's like little up, well, kind of joyful noise, but (laughs) coming from that story, the podcast, but also I just kind of wanted to read out some reviews and just some really amazing things and make sure that you guys, especially on Apple Podcasts, because there's no way that I can reply to you guys, that you just know that I see, I see that you're leaving those reviews, and I just wanted to thank you guys for that. So, so far, we've had two reviews, and they're both from June, so really far away, but I have this one person that said, thank you so, so much for this. I loved it so much and it gave me so much inspiration. I am 15 years old and I'm going through a waiting season right now and this encouraged me so much. Thank you and love you. So that one was really, really sweet. Um, and then there was another one that says, absolutely love this so much. Also, God bless. So I just wanted to shout out those two review people who gave those reviews and took the time to write down those reviews. It's really encouraging to me. And if you're on Spotify, if you write down responses to the questionnaires that I put out, I absolutely love that. And I love reading your guys's responses. And I am so sad that I can't just like directly message you from my podcast account because I would love to reach out to you and just thank you for interacting. Thank you for all of that stuff because it really helps the podcast grow. And then I also just wanted to thank everybody over on Instagram who has followed me and messaged me because I love talking with you guys and I just love knowing what's going on in your life, how I can pray for you, and then just feeling like I've quote-unquote met you um, because it's such a blessing to be able to pour into you guys and just learn from you guys, learn how I could be helping you or even just help you through your either beginning faith walk or just a waiting season or a season of uncertainty. Just knowing how I can pour into you guys helps me so much and it also encourages me. So keep the messages coming, keep the reviews coming, um, keep the little questionnaire responses coming and I will definitely try and do more shout outs of people who have messaged me or left a review because I just want to let you guys know that 
it's really encouraging when you guys do that and it really encourages me and reminds me like God is working through my podcast. So yeah, it's just amazing. So thank you to all of you who took the time to either press a little five-star review on Spotify or um, even wrote a review on Apple Podcasts or even wrote a little response to the questionnaires. So thanks guys. Okay, without further ado, let's get into episode 21 of the podcast. I can't believe we're already in the 20s. Like, that is insane to me. But it's just crazy to see how God has worked through me in this podcast and how God has worked through this podcast. So, we're still going strong, you guys. (laughs) So, this episode is all about goal setting, as I said in the beginning. And I wanted to start this off with some statistics, a few numbers, a few things to keep in your mind. So, it is October, and what does this mean? Here's a few numbers. So, it's three months. I actually planned this at the beginning of October. Well, last week. So, it was more at the beginning of October. So, now it's more like two and a half months until the end of the year. So, about a fourth of the year is left, you guys. And... What this means for me personally is I've been in school for just over six weeks. So we had our like six week grade thing come out um, the other weekend. And yeah, so it's six weeks until six weeks into the school year for me. Maybe it's more for you or less for you. I don't know. And fall is just starting officially, and we are going into holiday season. And I actually looked it up today because I was finishing this plan, and I was thinking about some my some of my goals. And one of them kind of has like to do with Bible reading. And I was first just gonna be like, I wanna finish John, do First Corinthians and Second Corinthians. That ended up being around forty chapters which sometimes I don't get a full chapter a day but um I looked it up and today is Monday so the day before this comes out and there's 76 days left in the year so that means there's 75 left and that was just crazy it's like dang there is a lot of days left in the year I did not realize there was that many left in the year. I thought there was a lot less. So I was like, okay, 40 is a good number. No, there's so much more. So I bet I can read a lot more in my Bible with those extra, what, 35 days that I didn't even realize we had. (laughs) So clearly there's lots and also a little time in the year left. So a fourth of the year is a lot. It sounds like a lot, but it goes by so fast because holidays, holiday season, like all of those things really go by so fast. I feel like we get to November and then next thing you know, it's New Year's because you have Thanksgiving if you're from the U.S. and then also Christmas. You get a whole Christmas break and I love Christmas. Christmas is 100% my favorite holiday, but I feel like once you hit November, the year goes by so fast. That doesn't mean that you can't, can't start now. So I said, don't wait until New Year's to make a change. I feel like it's so easy for me to be like, ah, New Year's is a few months away. I'll 
I'll just wait until then to make a change on my life. But I wanted to tell you guys to start now. So there's been some things and I am feeling like I need a reset. So school has been stressful. I've been exhausted. I feel like all three of the healths have declined a little bit. So what are the three healths that I'm talking about? We're talking about spiritual, mental, and physical. So I feel like I need to start caring a little bit more about my health, all three of those. And I wanted to set some goals with you guys and tell you and encourage you to set goals of your own because let's see, 75 days left. That is so much time to accomplish something great and you don't have to wait till New Year's. You don't have to feel crappy all the way until New Year's and then on New Year's you decide, oh, it's time to make a change. Let's redo my life, you know? So leading up to New Year's, it's there's so much time in between that you can be making a change, building up habits so then you don't just get the New Year's rush of excitement where you're like, oh, I'm going to work out. I'm going to read my Bible every day. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to take long walks every single day to help my mental health. I'm going to read a hundred books this year. It never really works out that way. So I think it's so easy for us to get really like excited during New Year's. It's really easy for me to get excited. Like last year, I actually kept this habit for about four months. I started like this DIY, I guess, um, planning journal. So it was like a DIY uh, planner. That's the word. So I went on Pinterest. I did all the fancy little stuff. I found ideas. It was really great until I kind of ran out of steam and stopped because I realized trying to set up a planner spread like a weekly spread every single week and make it look pretty and nice takes so much more work than you think it would and it was doing not more harm than good but it was just not really doing much if that makes sense it was actually taking up more time than it needed to but I had like the new year's drive to go and make a cute planner for myself and get my life all organized. But I feel like if we are encouraged to have that New Year's drive two and a half months early is going to make us such a better person for New Year's. And then once we have these habits stacked up, then for New Year's, then, then for New Year's, then, um, I just have to laugh at myself sometimes. But when we're going to New Year's, we might be able to make new goals that's not going to be like life-shattering change. Like, oh, I want to work out even though I haven't worked out for the past four months. You know, you can make other plans and other goals that could stack on top of those already good habits that you've built up before the new year. Because I feel like it's so easy for us New Year's to be like, oh, I'm going to just start working out and turn my whole life around. And it barely ever happens that way. So I wanted to go through the three health things, like the three types of health and talk about goal setting and how we can set goals for those and what some goal ideas are. So the number one thing 
and it should be the number one thing in our lives if we're Christians, is our spiritual health. But what is our spiritual health? It's how you're spending time with God to further your spiritual growth. So these are things like reading your Bible, prayer, worship, and community. So spiritual health is vital to any Christian. If we want to be a good, solid woman or man of God, we need to be focusing on our spiritual health. And I feel like with school and work and busy times, our spiritual health goes by the wayside, but it's one of the most important healths of all time. Because if you're spiritually unhealthy, then that's going to lead to you being mentally unhealthy. And when you're mentally unhealthy, that's going to lead to you being physically unhealthy. So spiritual health, I feel like for me especially, especially and other people, is the core of our health, is the core of all of the other things. Because so many things, when we're rooted in Christ and that's where our foundation is, so many things can sprout out of that. So if we don't have a good foundation, our whole house is going to crumble. And what are all of, like, what is my mental health built on? My spiritual health. Because God gives me biblical joy. But if I don't have a good spiritual healthy body and I'm not in those spiritual habits, then I'm more likely to be sad and more likely to have worse mental health when I'm feeling, quote unquote, physically sick sorry, spiritually sick, not physically sick, spiritually sick, because I am not spending time with my father who gives me the joy that I need to live and to survive. So, our number one thing that we can do is pray for these habits. So currently, I'm praying for consistency in the word. It's been a struggle to get time in the word independently independently every single day and even once a week. Last week on Monday, I had a great day. I spent time in the word in the morning. I worked out for the first time in like a month and I was doing all of these great things. And then Tuesday, I ended up sleeping in. So it's always like an ebb and flow of how much time I can get in the Word and how much time I'm devoting to that. But I am trying really hard to, one, go to sleep early enough so I can wake up. And two, wake up early enough to spend time in the Word. I haven't really been distant from God or out of the word completely because I lead a Bible study every Wednesday morning and I work with people on FCA plans. So a lot of the Bible goes into that. And then I even go to youth group and then church every other weekend. And that has really helped my spiritual growth. But you can't just rely on those things to pour into you and pour into your spiritual health like those things all really help your spiritual health but the number one way that we can grow is in time in the word and independent time in the word it's so great to be in a bible study but also being in the word independently is going to help you grow in your faith so much more i feel like I see just my whole day be better when I've started the day off 
in spending time in God's word, and I've started the day off right by reading my Bible. But it's so much harder for me to have a good day and have that good mindset if I'm if I'm not spending time in the word first thing and if I'm not spending time independently in the word at all. But there's so many other things that you can do. So prayer is a big one too. And what I found is Bible journaling. I love Bible journaling. I literally would Bible journaling, I meant prayer journaling. I would literally journal in my prayer for an hour if I could because there's always more that I can write and I remember telling somebody about how I prayer journal because they kind of wanted to start and I was like okay I'll tell you how I prayer journal because I feel like a lot of people get stressed about it and even reading your bible can be stressful so maybe I'll do like something on Instagram about that or talk about how or maybe just in this episode, add it in. But I just want to talk about prayer journals a little bit before that. I'm kind of all over the place. I made a plan and now I'm steering away from it, doing a little side tangent. But prayer journaling, I love because the problem with me is that sometimes when I'm just, you know, in prayer by myself, you know, just speaking to God, sometimes my mind wanders. It's really easy for me to get like all over the place in my prayer life if I don't have a good solid like way to completely focus on prayer. So writing it down really helps me focus because when I put effort into writing thoughts down, I can't really think of anything else because I'm thinking about the thoughts and then I'm thinking about writing it down and there's no room for me to think about anything else and it really helps me have really focused prayers. So prayer journaling, what I do is I did two things. So when I first started out, I split the paper in half. On the left side, I would write gratitude. So I'd write one thing that I'm thankful for. And then underneath it, I would write a struggle. So I would write one thing I struggled for. And then the third thing that I would write is scripture. So it could be a scripture that would encourage me in my struggle. And maybe if I didn't have a struggle, I would just have like a scripture to encourage. And that was a way that I got a lot of scripture in when I first started prayer journaling because I didn't quite have, like, a solid time in the Word yet. So, I would write down the scripture, and then I would highlight it, not in the Bible that I use now, in my old Bible. So, I would highlight it in a pink highlighter, because that was the color that I used. And then, on the right side of the paper, because I wrote on the left, and I split it in half, so on the right, I would write my prayer. So, I would write down my gratitude. So, I would write down, like, thank you, Lord, for this. I'm struggling with this. Not quite so verbatim, but I would be like, thank you, Lord, for this thing, and I'm struggling with this thing, and I pray for this person, and I would just kind of write down whatever I thought. Now, (laughs) sorry, that's my cat, you guys. Now, I kind of just write down whatever I feel like. I treat it as a whole journal entry. So, it's like what you would do You could be like, my cat's being really loud. I apologize. 
Anyways, so what I do is I treat it like, I don't know, kind of like a dear diary, but not really. Just kind of journaling about your day. So I say, dear Lord. And then usually I start it off with like, thank you for this day. That's what I always do. But then I go into more about what I'm thankful for. So if I had like a great moment with my friend or like a great lunch with my friend, I would be like, thank you for this day. I thank you for the lunch that I had with this friend and I don't know, the rain that you gave, like the rain because we needed it and I also thank you that this happened. And then I would do a struggle. So let's say I was struggling with road rage. (laughs) So I would pray, dear Lord, I confess. I might confess in this journal too. I could be like, I confess that I have been kind of quick to anger while I drive. And I just pray that you work in my heart with that struggle. And I pray that you work through me to get over that struggle and that you just Help me be slower to anger tomorrow and remind me that you do love the driver in front of me and that just remind me that I shouldn't be quick to anger and I should approach the situation with patience because I know that's what's honoring to you. Usually that's, I don't think I really pray about road rage in my prayer journal and some other things. I usually, like, when I feel myself getting really mad or when I get mad, I'm like, Kyla, no, that wasn't right. Dear Lord, please forgive me. Please help calm me down. (laughs) But there's so many different struggles that you could be going through. And sometimes I'll just ask him to help me with something. So I'll be like, Lord, please help me get up tomorrow morning and spend time with you. That has been so many prayers in my prayer journal. If you were to look through it, probably a lot of the days would be asking for that and asking for the strength to get up and asking for the energy to get up. But then sometimes I do confessions and then a lot of the times I'll pray for people. So I'll be like, Lord, please help my friend with the situation that she's going through. Please help strengthen her and her strength and remind her that you are always there with her no matter what she's going through and just that she can come to you in prayer. All I could say that. Or I could just say whatever. We all know acts, which is um, adoration, confession, thankfulness, and supplication, which is praising God for what he's made, confessing our sin, thankfulness for things that he's given you, and then supplication is asking God for strength or asking God to heal other people, whatever it may be. So just that's kind of the format that I go by, just not really solid. Like first I do adoration, next I do confession. You know, I kind of just let it ebb and flow however it comes out of my mind. And it's great. Sometimes I'll have one page, sometimes I'll have four pages. It kind of just depends on the night. But that's a great way for me to spend good time in prayer. And let me just say this, prayer is powerful. So if you're struggling with your spiritual health, if you're struggling with reading your Bible, even if you're struggling with prayer, or if you're struggling to listen to Christian music or be in Christian community, pray for that. So 
Our first goal for the rest of this year is to think about holy girl habits. So think about the things that you may be struggling in. So for me, that would be spending time independently in God's word and furthering my knowledge. It's been very clear to me about how much more I have to read about the Bible because I have never actually been through the whole Bible. I think I've read John before where I'm rereading actually first Peter with my Bible study and then I've read Colossians like three times which is really funny but there are so many other books that I haven't read or I know partly about but I haven't read all the way through or that I haven't even studied in my morning devotional time so it's so easy for me to think oh whoa I have so much lack of knowledge here and I feel like I've been hungering more for that knowledge and I've been really wanting to grow in my personal knowledge of the Lord. So that is what my goal is to do, which is to read my Bible independently, so by myself, five times a week. And why I say five times a week is because when we set goals, we are supposed to put some kind of numerical value into it to motivate us more. So I said at least five times a week. So I want to get five times a week or more. But why aren't you saying seven times a week, Kyla? Be the reason why I haven't said seven times a week is I know that I will fail. I know first week I will fail this goal because I don't think there's any way that I can wake up every single morning and read my Bible. Yes, there is a way. But the problem is, is how much when I would miss a Bible reading in the morning, I would feel so guilty and so bad if I missed it. So I'm trying to make a realistic goal and I wanted to talk to you guys about moderation. So me saying five times a week is me being like, okay, well, I'm pouring into my faith by the Bible study in the morning. So if I don't get my Bible reading in that morning, I know it's okay because I am literally going to a coffee shop to read the Bible with other girls. And if I don't get it independently on that day because I have to wake up a lot earlier and sometimes I don't have much time in those mornings, I know it's okay. Because I'm going to be spending time in the Word with others. But that also doesn't mean that if I have time in that morning, I will do it. Because it's good to get time in the Word independently as well. But what so many people say about starting habits is to start small. So you can't just jump into something Like, you can't just start working out and expect that you'll be able to work out seven times a week for an hour and a half. That is, one, probably not physically possible. And two, you would fail within the first week because you have not built up that habit. So by me starting at five times a week, which is more than maybe you could start at. Maybe you are saying, okay, well, I'm super busy. All I can do right now, all I know that I could successfully achieve is three times a week. And I want you to do that. I want you to make that goal for however many times a week that you know that you could successfully achieve. So I know that I could successfully achieve five times a week. But it may be different for you. 
Um, It all just depends on what you and your personal life looks like because sometimes we stay up way too late. We know that there's, you know, that one night that we have to work late and how it's impossible to get up in the morning and how we know that nine times out of ten we miss our alarm that morning. So usually we wouldn't put that we would pray about it. We would pray to wake up, but also if we build it around where we say, okay, well, I know that morning I really struggle waking up and it's really, really hard for me to get up and read my Bible that morning. I know that it's okay if I don't do it. And I just wanted to say, remember to remind yourself what you are doing and what you are doing is okay because God sees your effort. It's so hard when you go to school full-time and then you have extracurriculars or work or just a crap ton of homework, it is so hard sometimes to really focus on your faith walk and just remind yourself of all of the things that you're doing. So you can think of, well, right now I am listening to worship music throughout the day and that is amazing because Worship music or just Christian music in general really frames how you think about things. Or right now, I am praying consistently throughout the day. Pray, you know, pray constantly. So you're praying constantly throughout the day, and that is amazing. And sometimes it's going to ebb and flow, like I say. We, I feel like during the summer, I could give 110% to this podcast because I had the time and I had the energy. But now I don't have 110% to give and that's okay. And I think God will make up for our weaknesses and we just need to pray about that because prayer is powerful. Okay, I think I might just quickly talk about how I read my Bible before I my cat got mad at me, before I go into mental health, because it can be a scary thing to start reading your Bible. And I just wanted to tell you guys what I do. So I wanted one of those pretty Bibles where you highlight everything. It looks really pretty because I know that if I take out the trusty dusty highlighter, I, one, will be more motivated to read my Bible, and two, I will pay more attention because I know that, oh, this is important, so I'm highlighting it. And then also, I go back after I'm done reading this section that I have, I go back and I take notes. So, what I started was I picked out a Bible, so it's a um, journaling Bible, it's ESV, Um, single column journaling Bible from the brand Crossway. Maybe I'll like link it if I can find it on Amazon, but there are so many different, um, different Bibles that you can find. And I just prefer the journaling one because you can easily write in the margins and highlight. Like this is my kind of crazy, but also pretty Bible. So I found some highlighters and now I use my own liners and then I also just got some felt tip pens. I think they're called felt tip. Um, they're the ones that don't bleed because I have some like great gel pens, but if you highlight over them, you know that they're going to bleed everywhere and it's just going to be a big old mess. So I got felt tip because they won't bleed, but 
Whew. Anyways, what I started out with is I, what I do now is I take usually three colors. So I pick three colors that look like they could go well together. So in, in Colossians, I have a dark, darker pink and then a lighter pink and a yellow. In, oh, Galatians has the same colors. Um, in Ephesians, I have purple, yellow, and blue. In Romans, I have three different kinds of blue. In John, I have pink, yellow, and purple. So it's kind of just like three colors that you're feeling and that you feel like would go together for a whole book. And what I do is I go section by section. So usually your Bibles are set apart by little sections. So they'll have different headers. And usually what I'll do is I'll just highlight the things that I feel like are important. And it's so funny because I'm definitely that girl who just highlights her whole Bible. Um, but I usually try and just highlight the things I'm like, oh, that's good. And then what I do is what I've started doing is the things that I really, really love, I will underline with my pen. So like maybe the verses that I feel like maybe I want to commit to memory or just verses that like really, really stuck out to me, I will underline. So in John, John chapter 12, I underlined a lot. But there is a lot more that could be different or you could do it different. And then what I do is I just go through and I pick out the things that like stood out to me and the ideas that I had while reading it. So one of them um, in 12, uh, chapter 12, verses like 9 through 11, I said Pharisees plot to kill Lazarus due to the witness he provides for Jesus. So it's just some either contextual notes or just some notes that, you know, I felt like stuck out to me. And then what I personally like to do is Bible, like do the fancy letters. So I'll pick usually one verse per page to do like a little um, fun little thing, <laughs> like a fun little uh, illustration of the words. So for chapter 12, I did verse 25. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal, eternal life. So I thought that really stuck out to me, and usually I just pick one verse either per chapter or per page to highlight and to write down. Like this morning, I did... I split John 12 up into two sections, and I did the second one because you had to turn the page, and it was verse 46. I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. And that one just really stuck out to me. Just the whole, like, passage, 44 through 50, really stuck out to me, so I drew a little box around that passage. That's what I'll do too, but I kind of just mark it up. It's like I'm annotating a book, but it's my Bible, and I'm writing little notes in the margin of things that stick out to me. So, I feel like that's what I do. If you have any questions, feel free to email me or DM me. I'm always open for those. I love responding to you guys. I love giving you guys more things that you could use um, to equip you. I might 
I'm really bad about posting on Instagram, but I might try and make a post of like, do a Bible study with me and let me show you how I do my Bible study so you guys can 100% see it. But I just wanted to tell you guys to the first goal that you should be making is your holy girl habit goal and to make a goal, either whether that's spending more time in prayer, in the word, or in Christian community, or even listening to Christian music, and make that goal first. Okay, next we're going to move on to our mental health. So what do I mean by mental health? It's the things that bring you joy or relieve your stress. So I feel like mental health is such a big thing talked about today, which is really great. Um, And there's a lot of mental health awareness, so I feel like that's one good thing about nowadays. But I feel like it's so important for us as Christians to also remember that we have to be taking care of our mental health. So some of the things that we can do to take care of our mental health is sleep. I wrote this in all caps. Getting together with friends, doing your homework, etc. So I want you to ask yourself, how's your mental health? So if I ask myself this question, I would say, to be honest, I'm really exhausted right now. I'm not in a bad place mentally, but I'm just mentally exhausted because school is exhausting. So I'm going to be completely honest with myself and be like, okay, well, I'm not in a bad struggling place mental health wise, but I am exhausted and being exhausted makes me have lower energy, makes me more tuned out of the world and just makes me feel less, you know, less good. So I feel like even being exhausted is part of your mental health, but there's so many things too. You could say, really, if I'm being honest with myself, I'm really stressed out right now. I have so many assignments to do and it's just overwhelming me. Or you could say, if I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of struggling because I have from some friend struggles. So I am like kind of struggling with happiness right now. I'm kind of struggling with finding the Lord's joy. And like that's what I'm really struggling about. And maybe I'll do a podcast episode completely devoted to mental health and how we can be taking care of our mental health because that really goes into becoming that Christian girl is to have good mental health as well. But just realize that we aren't all going to be perfect and that there's going to be struggles um, and that we need to realize that there's going to be struggles. So, what can I do to help with my personal exhaustion? I was just thinking of two things. The number one thing is to do to do is sleep. So, I am trying to get into a place where I can just get home from work, where I get home like 9:30, 9:45 and then just go to sleep. So, I want to get to that place where I can just wash my face and go to sleep and be done with the day (laughs) because it's so easy for me to stay up later and then once it's like 10 30 then my brain just goes into hyperdrive and I'm not able to fall asleep until really late at night so I'm trying to make sure that I get home from work and go to sleep 
and get ready for bed and go to sleep right away. Another thing that I could do is take a night off work. So schedule a night where I can take it off work and just take a night to relax and go to sleep a little bit earlier because I realize that I have something going on every single night, if not multiple things going on every single night. So I am realizing, oh wow, I'm just a little exhausted right now. So I'm trying to think of ways that I can take a little bit of a break, take a little bit of a breather. So go take a night off of work. I'm going to have to schedule it in advance, but I definitely think I would need a night off. Also, hanging out with your friends is crucial to our mental health. So I went to hockey hockey game, not this past Sunday, but like this, not yesterday Sunday, but the Sunday before. And it was super fun. I wasn't expecting, I don't really know how hockey works, but it was just fun to hang out with her and spend time with friends outside of school. And it just really helps your overall mindset when you have time to hang out with your friends and when you make that time to hang out with them. So what I'm trying to do is have a little bit bit of fun my senior year and try and figure out when I can meet with my friends and hang out with my friends because this is my last year in my town unless I go to college in my town but this is foreseeably the last year where I'm here and where I'm with a lot of my friends because a lot of my friends are a year younger they're all juniors so trying to hang out with those friends and have grow those friendships a little bit more and have fun you know even though we're not christians it doesn't mean that we don't have to have fun we don't get to have fun god created having fun so as long as we're doing it in a christian thing in a christian light um and my most of my friends who are younger they're also christians so I don't think anything would be too crazy, but there's so many ways that you can have fun. So going to a hockey game, even though you know nothing about hockey, getting together at a coffee shop or an ice cream place, and there's just so many more things that you can think about, like having a movie night is also super fun. So getting together with your friends is such a mood booster, or even spending time with family members or cousins or your mom or your dad or your grandparents, whoever you're close to in your family, it's really great to just make sure you spend a night with them and hang out with them. Okay, so now I want you to think, how is your mental health and what do you need to improve upon? So I'm exhausted, so I need to improve upon sleep. So my second goal is to get seven hours of sleep. So this, how I will do this is frame my day so once I get home from work, I can go to sleep. Because I want to be waking up in the morning and spending time in my Bible five times a week, I know that to accomplish that, I'm going to need to get home and go to sleep right away. So trying to get those seven hours of sleep every night is crucial to my mental and my physical health. So, the number thing, three thing, is our physical health. So, what is this? This is how you're treating your body. So, our bodies do so much for us and don't treat it like trash. 
it is so easy for us to treat our bodies like trash and even for me you know I love a good chocolate bar or ice cream or you know all of the sweets <laughs> but it's so easy for me to get out of a good healthy moving your body habit where I just kind of feel like trash all day and I feel like I'm treating my tr- body like trash like for the first month or a little bit more of school I wasn't necessarily treating my body like trash but I kind of was because I wasn't working out I didn't really have a great eating schedule I still need to work on eating and eating um three meals a day I really want to get into meal prepping and learning how to do that but I wasn't really treating my body like a temple because we are supposed to be treating our body like a temple because our bodies are a temple for the Holy Spirit. And don't let your body be a temple that's a crumbled down mess. We should be building up our temple for the Holy Spirit. And I think one of the things that goes into being a like glorifying God is how we are glorifying God through our bodies. So, you know, that can even go into staying pure and being pure, but that also means our physical health. Like we need to have good physical health because we need to be taking care of this body that God has given us and God has created for us. Like if you think about it, we have so much value in God's eyes and he made our bodies but he also doesn't want us to treat our bodies like trash he doesn't like we wouldn't treat a cat or a dog like trash or we wouldn't treat the woods like trash like if you go up in hiking in the woods you wouldn't just be trashing the woods because you're probably thinking wow god made that and it's just amazing creation that he made you know like look at this beautiful creation and how could anybody ever want to trash this we should be switching that putting a mirror up to ourselves and say that about our own bodies because we wouldn't want to be trashing another part of god's creation so why would we want to trash our bodies like the thing that he gave us um why would we want to trash our earthly bodies because that's not god honoring so some ideas of physical health is our exercise nutrition and then i added in vitamin d so vitamin d actually helps with mental health too but getting enough vitamin d helps with your physical and mental health so maybe going outside that's how you would get your vitamin d are you spending time outside yes good if not try and go on a little bit of a walk every single day if it's possible for you or maybe just try and i know for me sometimes especially during the winter you're gonna want to take those orange uh pellets orange things um just to be able to get a little bit more of those vitamins in your body because montana winters are really dark and really cold and there's not much sunlight out so (laughs) just trying to get that vitamin d even when you can't get it so maybe sometimes you need to turn to those costco um orange i don't even know what they're called like chewable things (laughs) 
but getting vitamin D that way. But mostly what I wanted to talk about was exercise and nutrition. So how is your physical health? I know I asked you to think about your spiritual and your mental health, but now how's your physical health? And I want you to be honest because I had to be honest with myself. I just started working out last week from not working out for literally a month or even more. And I was not treating my body very much like a temple. And I've realized how much better I feel after working out. So I've just been reminded how important it is for me to work out. So I already feel so much better. You know, I realized today I finally did weights after not doing weights for I don't know how long. I hadn't done weights probably two months. Well, a little less than two months. But my coworker who I was working out with um, no longer has any availability to work out with me. So I stopped doing weights altogether. But I just went back. I did leg day yesterday and it feels great. Even though I'm a little bit sore, it's the good kind of sore. We were like, oh, yeah, I got sore. I know that isn't really, that isn't supposed to be a good sign. It's not supposed to be like, oh, you're aiming to get sore, you know? That's not supposed to be what you're aiming for, but I'm a little bit old school. I feel like if I get sore, I, I'm feeling the muscle. I'm feeling the muscle growth, but supposedly there's supposed to be ways that you can work out and gain muscle and not feel sore, but I always feel like, it's a good kind of sore because you're like, oh, yes, very nice. I feel like that work off really paid off. I'm feeling good about my body because the growing muscle sore is much better than the sore from being gross and lazy and unhealthy, if that makes sense. So how we treat our body directly affects our mental health. And I've been seeing this. I always feel so much better after I work out. I feel so much like happier and so much more awake. So I'm really trying to work out every single morning and get into back into that habit. Um, but my big goal, oh, I forgot to talk about nutrition. Nutrition's also a really big one to go into our physical health. So what I'm trying to do is eat more protein and eat balanced meals. Although sometimes I'm not the best at this. I have been trying to eat meals, like eat three meals a day, and then also try and add more protein into my diet, whether that's from protein shakes. I've been kind of trying to take the bloom green supplements, green superfood. Um, so I add those into my smoothies. Really great. Actually, I really recommend those. I was not expecting to like them, but they're actually really good. So go and check those out. I might make like a smoothie making smoothie making video in the coming week. I don't know. I always say that I'll make videos on Instagram and that's also another goal of mine, but that doesn't really have to do about any health goals. But yeah, I'm definitely trying to do more with the podcast Instagram, although I've been kind of struggling because school has gotten super busy. But, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> um, nutrition also helps, one, it helps our muscles grow when we're going to the gym, you know, eating that protein, getting that creatine. I think creatine's a 
form of protein. Yeah, creatine really helps your muscles grow and helps your muscles repair so much faster. So making sure you get enough protein in, making sure you get enough other nutrients like fruits and veggies, they help you out so much. It's crazy to see how much better my body feels when I've been eating fruits and veggies versus when I'm eating gross stuff. And then also remembering with food that it's okay to go get Wendy's. It's okay to take a quote-unquote cheat day. Like, I'm not judging you because I do the exact same thing. The other day I got Wendy's and I was like, thank you, Lord. This is so amazing. I love this. It was just what I was wanting and it was great. And I didn't feel any guilt over it. So getting Wendy's once in a while is good in moderation. So just remember that the junk foods you can have in moderation, just as long as most of what you're doing is healthy and God-honoring. So my goal number three is to directly relate to working out. So my goal is to work out three to four times a week. And yeah, I just think that's what works best with my schedule, with my work schedule, and with my life schedule. And maybe your goal is something different. But I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. It's coming to the hour mark. I kind of spent a lot of time on our spiritual growth and our spiritual health. So I hope you really enjoyed that part of the episode. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm really hoping to do more of these, be more consistent, post more on social media. It's definitely something, one of my goals. So just if you ever are thinking, how can I pray for this one podcaster that I listen to? Just pray for my consistency. Pray that I'm able to put out new episodes and make the time and just pray for continued growth in the Lord just in my own personal walk. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I really hope you enjoyed and I'll see y'all in the next one. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to the end. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure to go follow me on Instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast or you could email me at thatchristiangirl.podcast1 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow and rate the show because that really helps me out. And thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you in the next one.